Welcome to Dichotomy, a podcast made by two friends who were raised in the same hometown but went down different college paths, leading them to vastly different fields of experience. A show about life, the world we live in, and whatever is on our minds. My name is Michael, and I am in the STEM field. My name is Wyatt, and my knowledge is steeped in the arts and humanities. So Michael, you want to talk about destiny, and you want to tell me why you think that the idea that you can change your destiny is bullshit. (laughs) Yep, that's what we're here to do today. So, I don't know where I personally fall on the idea of whether or not destiny is true whether or not (laughs) destiny exists whether yeah whether or not everything is on whether or not everything that ever happens is on a predetermined path but for as long as i've been seeing and interacting with media where the idea of changing your destiny i say media narratives mostly where changing your destiny is a thing you do and is like a point i've always thought that is just makes no sense to me if you believe that destiny everything is on a predetermined path the example the thing that always comes to my mind is xenoblade so in xenoblade chronicles 1 the main character shulk has a weapon that allows him to see into the future and allows him to see bad futures pretty much where okay this is what is going to happen if i don't prevent this and then he always talks about oh we can change our future we can change our destiny this thing is does not have to happen if i go through and do this other thing but in my mind When I think, okay, if you believe in destiny, then wouldn't your destiny be to get this vision? You would see this vision, you would take this action, and then... So it's not a matter of you're seeing a potential future. It is just... It's hard to sort of describe using, like, the terms that are commonly used, but I don't think of it as changing your destiny. I think of it as going through that experience of seeing this vision and then doing something... In your mind, you think of it as this is what was going to happen and I have done something to change it. But in my mind, it's seeing that and doing what you were going to do is what was meant to happen. You basically just followed your destiny, but with extra mental gymnastics. (laughs) Okay, so A sounds like you do more or less believe in destiny, whether or not you're like fully concretely like, yes, destiny is a thing that exists. You at some level believe in it. I mean, I think it's one of those things to me, it's like, I don't necessarily know that you could ever potentially prove or disprove it so to me it's not there's not really a, i don't want to say there's no point but i try not to delve myself it too much into the thought of whether or not it exists because whether or not it does exist doesn't really matter on our scale but b b uh when you say media do you mean like the thing that popped into my head was like seeing twitter posts that are like <laughs> oh i did this 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 my destiny has changed no i usually i like, think of it more like narratively like so the like kind of video thing video games books yeah movies. or like especially the kind of thing where it's like the thing that usually i see it is if you could if you could know how you were going to die would you do anything differently like would you try to do something to prevent that yeah. and in my mind so it's like okay they say you're going to die in a plane crash so you never go on a plane ever again. But my thought process there, that whole thing of A, seeing into the future and changing it if destiny does exist, that gets into a whole mess of a topic. But like the way that that gets for me is I think if you have this answer to something that you wouldn't normally have and that changes how you interact in such a way that you're trying to change what is going to happen, that whole sequence of events where you hear about this thing and then you quote-unquote change your behavior, is just the predetermined thing that was going to happen. In my mind, if you believe in destiny, then just inherently changing your destiny 
cannot exist in the way that destiny is defined. Okay, three things that come to mind that we we can possibly talk about. Okay. A. Wow, I really like lettered lists. That's fine. Alpha. Yes. God. Okay. Beta. Ultimate dimensions slash timelines. Okay. C. Free will. Okay. Uh, Wait, did I really go alpha, b, c? Yeah. Alpha, beta, gamma. Okay. Uh, is this a choose-your-own-adventure story, or did you want to... Are you did you choosing your destiny? I think I'm choosing an arbitrary choice here, where no matter what I choose, okay. that is so we're looking at destiny. this as free will. Right? Sure. Because you have your own free will to choose what you do. Right. And this brings destiny down to... Yeah, you, you Ooh, see where I'm okay. going. Yeah. This brings destiny down to a very personal level for all people. Right. About, do I snooze my alarm in the morning? Mm-hmm. You're changing your destiny. Do I go this route to work or do I go this route to work? In route B, perhaps you get stuck behind a train and then there's a car accident and then you mm-hmm. get to work 45 minutes late and your boss fires you on the spot. Right. Or if you took route A, your destiny would be entirely different. So the idea of like a predetermined destiny existing eradicates the idea of free will, right? In a way, right? Oh, what are, <laughs> free will, okay. Because in my mind, I don't necessarily know that free will. And ah, uh, I guess it depends on whether or not destiny is prescriptive or descriptive. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Whether or not you think my destiny dictates that I am going to make this decision, even though I have the the option to do these other choices, versus. Destiny knows that in this situation, I would make this decision, so this is what my destiny is. Or I suppose you could just screw destiny over and you have a choice of, like, you come to a T-stop and you could either turn left or right, but instead you just decide <laughs> to drive your car you go, straight, you go straight but the even wall. Then, But even then, I would say if you believe in destiny, then inherently you have to believe that your cho- your act your choice to go straight was part of your destiny because the whole point of your destiny, destiny being a predetermined path means that you cannot change it. The point so was to be the biggest renegade of all. <laughs> so your decision to make this choice that in your mind was changing your destiny was actually okay. just part of your destiny. Okay. Um, I've already forgotten what B and C were. <laughs> well, okay, so... If we'll, we even picked A, I don't even remember. We'll get back to Alpha and Beta <laughs> okay. in a minute. No, we did pick C, Free Will, okay. Yeah, I guess this is more clear if I decide that I don't believe in Destiny, okay. which I suppose I don't. Okay. Because I change my mind too frequently <laughs> to believe in Destiny. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like we might be arguing from different definitions of what Destiny is, because as soon as you say... I change my mind too much to believe in destiny. My thought is, like, I'm not arguing for the for the existence of destiny, but let's say hypothetically that destiny does exist. You changing your mind so often is your destiny. I know, but it's just my reasoning for not believing in destiny mm-hmm. is because I change my mind, even though me changing my mind, if I chose to believe in destiny... Would be your destiny. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I mean, like... It's just two sides of a coin. There's no right answer. There's never any right answer. But if you want my favorite segment of this podcast, (laughs) a quick Google search. Mm -hmm. Destiny. Noun. The events that will necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future. Sub-definition. The hidden power believed to control what will happen in the future. Fate. Also, just for uh, my lovely Latin friends out there, (laughs) it comes from the Latin word destinare to make firm or establish 
that does sound more prescriptive, I guess. Yeah, because, okay, so going back to your Xenoblade thoughts here. Right. Oh, no, wait, I can't say this. I'll spoil the game for everyone who right. would ever play it. We're going to go back to Choice Alpha now. Okay. God. Okay. Which I guess is still... I think you see where I'm going with Xenoblade I, I think, and God. Uh, okay. Um, I'm the first to admit, I don't know the Bible very well. I okay. know some of the Bible very I well. I don't know the Bible very well for someone who was raised Catholic, so it's fine. A bad Catholic. Oh, we need Rachel. But hypothetically, right, God sets out and makes the entire world. Right. And he makes this world that, like, everything we do fits into perfectly. Okay. Right? So, like, he knew that, because Christianity is human-centric, he knew that we would, like, need wood and that we would need the Water. cows to produce milk. Right. And la di da di da So, oh, well, no, the entire... I mean, that is obviously prescriptive. The the second... Revelations! <laughs> the coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah, Christianity is prescriptive. God has a plan, and he made a plan from the very beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's like my mother. She's not very religious, but like, is some weird way intrinsically religious. Every time something bad happens to us, my dad gets cancer. God has a plan. The car goes through our garage. God has a plan. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so that's super innate. And everyone says, that, like, right, Jesus is predicted by the, via David in the Old Testament, even though they're two completely different religions and their canons were written several thousand years apart. And then, like, everything you do leads up, everything that humanity does for all of time leads up to the second coming. Mm-hmm. So God is inherently prescriptive. Right. Well, I guess the distinction between prescriptive and descriptive destiny is kind of moot, but in this case it would be yeah. prescriptive. It was God determined this would be the way things would happen. So, but, so there is kind of an a argument about the role of free will in religion, and I guess Christianity specifically would be more what I know, which is the idea is, is that does free will exist if God has a plan? So there's some... My mother's understanding of this, I believe, is that God put down point A and point B and then kind of said you do what you want for the in-between bit okay. as far as that is that is my understanding of her belief of how free will plays into that so there is everything leads to the second coming but everything leading up to that is not determined fully at least okay and again the disclaimer i was raised catholic am no longer really catholic and have a very faint understanding of many of the things that I should have been paying attention to in church <laughs> and Sunday you school. Passed out as an altar boy. <laughs> yep, that was fun. <laughs> Took down a pew on my way down. <laughs> yeah, I've really been meaning to read the Bible, but mm-hmm. I don't want to read it in English, so right. we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I could probably do it in Greek, and I meant to read the New Testament in Latin over the summer mm-hmm. because my Latin sucks. Nice, nice. Uh, I should have gotten there. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, back on topic. So, yeah, God as a force, as the force of destiny, right? which is perhaps where I hear it the most. I am curious as to how other religions play out God. Ancient Norse mythology, Odin knows everything. He right. hung on the side of Yggdrasil for nine days and gained power over time and all of knowledge. So for him, destiny is mute he doesn't control it but he knows mm-hmm. everything and every choice that every human will ever make in all of time and i think faintly in hinduism there is no true free will there is a level of free will 
but everything is just so based on the circle of reincarnation, which mm-hmm. I can't think of the word of right now. I'm so sorry, every person who's listening to this. Mm-hmm. This is just the episode where everyone that's actually religious is going to have an issue with. No, but, no, don't have an issue with. Not it. have just an issue. Well, it's going to be have conversation, leave right. comments, yes, feedback, but also, educate us. Yeah, yeah, there criticize, you go. There you go. criticize, and critique your own religion. To have a wider thought process, but don't yeah. be offended if we accidentally hurt your beliefs. Just take this moment to educate us. Yes, or if we get something very wrong, because that's not necessarily what we were raised on, what we are proficient mm-hmm. in. So I mean, I kind of know some things, but mm-hmm. not very many. I'm still really sad that I can't think of this name of the cycle of reincarnation in Sanskrit. <sighs> but so this leads us, in turn, to choice beta mm-hmm. time. Right, and alternate timelines and, and that. alternate timelines and ultimate, <laughs> alternate universes, which mm. is something that I think has become really popular in our generation. Yeah. <clears throat> Avengers Endgame. <clears throat> is that a spoiler, technically? I mean, I'm not going to spoil more than that. Okay. Um, but, right, we're so fascinated with the idea of, like, if you were to go back in time, thank you, Bill and Ted, <laughs> and change something, the entire future would change. Right. Marty mm-hmm. Fly goes to the year 2016 and meets someone, and then his mother's a completely different person. Wow, I have not seen Back to the Future in a long time. I believe, I actually have not seen any but the first one, but I believe he goes back in time and then changes something in the future. Oh, okay. No, it's the it's the bully that changes in the future, I think. Okay, but or so... like that. Anyway, we don't know religion, and we also don't know the plot <laughs> to Back to the Future, but... <laughs> Maybe I'll go rent that at the movie store. <laughs> wow, I'm an old, like, our generation and I still go rent movies. Mm-hmm. Netflix is a scam. Mm-hmm. Especially, well... That's a hot take. <laughs> I'm just so mad that they took Star Wars The Clone Wars off of it. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be that 23-year-old boy that has a subscription to Disney Plus. Because I want to watch Star Wars. That's fair. I'm um, still mad about them taking all the Nickelodeon shows off, but oh well. Figure out a way to hack into a different country's Italy, a different country's Italy, <laughs> like Italy's Netflix. Because yeah. I was watching well, Ben do, Ten. I mean, I'm in sure you Italy. Can just do that with a VPN or like or Star Trek Spooker, Discovery, but... which you can only get on CBS All Access in America. Mm-hmm. Is can, on Italian it, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. You Same thing that. with like Star Trek Picard, which I'm overly hyped for now. Mm-hmm. Okay, but back on top. <laughs> Star Trek, another good time traveling yep. situation. Yeah, but like that's the first, like the first rule of time travel right mm-hmm. so, is that you, you should not do anything that changes the future mm-hmm. to a certain extent yeah so how does that work with destiny time paradoxes are just a whole whole messy <laughs> other topic i feel like if we get into if we start to get into the topic of time travel i feel like that's going to be its own 30 40 minute discussion just a real quick tangent or topic i guess with time travel is that there's the th- there's the idea that if time travel were to ever exist, we would already know about it. Because the idea is that, I don't want I guess realistically is not the best word to use for this, but the idea is that if at any point in the future time travel exists, then suddenly everyone there has the ability to come back. If there, it does exist in the future, why haven't they come back? And then there's also the question, if, is that if everyone's so afraid to go back and change something, why bother? I don't know, because I really want to see if Augustus was as ugly as Suetonius says. <laughs> like, I mean, all of the portraits of him make him out to be a very beautiful, tweaky boy. But Suetonius is like, no, he's ugly. He has this fat-ass, like, mole on the bottom of his jaw, and, like, mm-hmm. his 
forehead is super wrinkly, don't believe any of this. I'm like, I don't want to go back and change that. I just want to, like, go back and, like, see Augustus. Right. Or, like, wouldn't it be cool to just, like, go and find an empty seat in the Colosseum and watch a gladiator battle? Mm-hmm. That'd be quite fascinating. Yeah. But, I mean, this anyway. makes sense that the STEM person looking at STEM ethics and philosophy <laughs> is, like, <laughs> and then I'm, yeah. like... I just want to know facts. <laughs> right. Okay, I think time travel is so nebulous and so complicated of its own topic that I want. To, I might want to save that for a different discussion <laughs> because we are going to get too caught up in something that's not the point, I feel like, which is destiny. Although I guess... Eh, it gets... Right, so that's what... Like, I don't care about, like, the realities of time travel. Right. Or even if it changes, if it were real, if it were to change the outflow of time also this would be a great cue up for the next conversation you should ask me about my concepts of linear time sometime oh boy okay <laughs> you'll be like no why you're completely <laughs> stupid but i don't care it's i think it's rather comical um do you think it's parabolic or uh i think it's nonsensical and that we just experience it in a linear fashion oh boy okay <laughs> okay that's a topic for another time but Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Um, prescriptive, <laughs> so, descriptive, time, destiny. We should have known it was going here. Yeah. Um, um, but if, I mean, just semiotics of it all. If you create a parallel timeline, if you do something, I mean, okay, so even like here, you decide to turn left versus you decide to turn right. If that creates a parallel timeline, is the fact that a, par- a parallel parallelity is created... Parallelism? Parallelism, like a, words are fun. Yeah, I think it's a parallel parallelity parallelity. I don't parallelogram. <laughs> if a rectangle is created, yeah. no. But so like two different options are created. That mm-hmm. inherently means that there has to be a destiny, right? Because that is a forward progression that cannot be stopped. Verse, if you had the choice to take a left or a right, and no matter which one you do, only one path goes forward. Right. That creates some sort of free will. Rather than every choice creates a fracturing tree of destinies. I don't okay, know. This is okay. too much. <laughs> you, Hold on, let me get pen and paper. You are real highbrow right now. <laughs> this has now turned from a podcast to a YouTube video where I draw stuff. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, uh, I, I guess it depends on the idea of choosing one decision means that you've excluded the possibility to choose another versus every possible choice you can make has its own branch i guess that goes further down i guess it mm, if only we were ancient greeks then we could just call up the personification of destiny (laughs) and be like yo help me out (laughs) fortuna tell me what's going on yeah yeah i don't oh man that's such a that distinction right there is i don't know where to get what to even make of mm-hmm. what you just said uh i suppose that comes back cycles back to the big question that we were talking about in a way of prescriptive versus descriptive but maybe more predictive yes like yeah, yeah i guess prescriptive versus predictive i guess would be the well so like does destiny describe all of our possible actions mm-hmm. so does destiny already oh. choose like, yeah, you could do all of these million things, so you can't change me, 
because I, I, know I have I already know every options. possibility. If you, you're just filling in this tree as you go yeah. down. If you were okay. going to change your destiny in that situation, you would have to back up. Yes, or, which is impossible. Yes, or time travel. Right, right, right. There we go. <laughs> um, or some other power that destiny cannot account for. God, <laughs> Zeus, right? Um, interferes with you, so that would mean that you're. Destiny can only be changed deus ex machina. Mm -hmm. Or, if it's predictive, and it chooses which option you're going to do, then you could change it. Mm -hmm. Because predictive, it would say like, oh, I know you're going to choose left. But then something that it hasn't predicted... We're almost talking about destiny now as a being rather than as a concept. I'm sorry, no, I don't. The ancient Greeks don't and the apologize Romans. about that. That's a very interesting way to look at it. I mean, I would say right that goes back to our alpha choice. Yeah, God. destiny as I, God, but instead of as the Christian God, as just as a, a super, just as a higher being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome to humanities. Yep. Why would you want to change your destiny? Why is that important? Is destiny inherently good? Is destiny bad? I mean, I don't think it's a matter of whether destiny as a force, as a being, as a concept is inherently good or bad in these specific instances where someone would want to change it. I think it's that they see, like in the Xenoblade example, they see, oh, in this branch of destiny, my friend gets killed. So I would like to change that because I don't want my friend to get killed. So I think it's not, I don't think it's a case of destiny itself being good or bad. It's this outcome this possible decision i guess is bad therefore i want to do something different so we go down a good path do you see any ethical issues with wanting to change your destiny ethical issues not like per like so okay do you see if you had the ability to change destiny to prevent your friend from dying do you see an ethical i mean i guess there's there's, there's that question of like playing god in the sense of, if we assume in this case that destiny is a being or is some sort of power, why should you... Hmm. You don't want to piss her off. Right. <laughs> it's the question of, let's assume that this being or idea has been has this power for a reason and everything has been decided for a reason. Is it it's selfish of you to okay. change the destiny? It's that question of, like, if you could go back in time and kill Hitler before the events of the Holocaust, would you? And there's the idea of you don't necessarily know what the long-term ramifications of yeah. killing Hitler would be. Maybe it, you end up in some worse situation. You're you're an extremist. Yeah. You know what came to mind for me? Oh, boy. Let's hear it. The butterfly effect. Okay. I mean, that's kind of a similar thing. So, right. The butterfly effect is something... the butterfly flaps its wings and the Sierra Desert is made 2,000 years later or something right. like that. Right. So if by preventing your friend from being killed, wow, you also look dead. Um, if you're... I just think it's a. I think it's a, it's a. It's a good example of an event. Also, I didn't write Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> I didn't decide that this friend would get killed in this instance. Yeah. So. Um. But so, what if like your friend gets killed, but like now all of a sudden your friend doesn't get killed? So it's the person who was going to kill them now instead decides to go and kill a, a large, like a large group of other people, or your friend ends up like causing a drought mm -hmm. or crashes the economy but th or right. but even, then you know, some other like right. perhaps non-negative maybe but then there's the question of can you assume that the predestined path is the best one overall is even it though even though 
omniscient, omniscient. omnipotent. Or, yeah, Those are I, two different words. All and I don't powerful know which one or all knowing. I just right. combine them into one word <laughs> because I don't know how to speak Latin or English. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a question of even though your your understanding of this event is bad, a can you trust that? destiny has picked the best overall path for everyone but then there's the question of is there a path that would be better for you and if there is should you take it do would you want to take it would you that gets in the into the question of i guess selfishness versus selflessness if which you, is a whole other episode which is a whole other other episode yes but it, it does we're gonna talk more about god okay it does get back to your idea of why would you want to change destiny and should you change destiny or is there any moral is ethical moral ethical Mm -hmm. issues with changing your destiny which would also be fun to revisit this topic ever so briefly if we ever decide to talk about ai Mm -hmm. i think that could be interesting because do you as an ai creator predestine the path of that ai (sighs) oh yeah big topic we don't need to cover i like the idea of that it actually sounds like we're running out of conversation and maybe we should wrap up um it might just be a little bit of a shorter episode that's yeah so, That's okay. Michael. Yes. Why is the statement, you can change your destiny, bullshit? Why is it bullshit? Because, to me, if you believe in destiny, which means that every event, every possible action, that will, every possible event that will ever happen in at forever is predetermined, then just inherently you cannot change it. Because if you can change it, then it's not predetermined. <laughs> yeah. Very, very logical, very systematic. And also, I think the the, the whole thing of... I could have made this other decision here, but I made this other decision. Therefore, I changed my destiny. That is not changing your destiny. That is just fulfilling your destiny and being aware of the fact that you could have made other options. But if has, if destiny is predeterministic, then you couldn't have chosen other options. Mm-hmm. Even the, you had the option to, but you were you chose this one. This is the one you chose. That's what it is. Whether or not you think it changed your destiny, it's it didn't. If you believe in destiny, it's predetermined. There you go. That's why I think destiny changing your destiny okay. is bullshit. So destiny is uh if destiny exists, mm-hmm. she because I like I like the idea of concepts being she as okay. per Greek, Latin, and German. Mm-hmm. Abstract concepts are feminine. Okay, okay. it's language. <laughs> if she exists, mm-hmm. she is both all powerful and mm-hmm. all knowing. Yes, doesn't mean she's good or bad. Right, that morality. Oh man, being good or bad is a good. It's completely separate she's, she's from a lion. being all-knowing or all-powerful. She's a lion. <laughs> a lion cannot do an evil thing. Right. Conversation for another episode. That's that's another episode in the making. And with that, I've been Wyatt. I have been Michael, and I'm currently still Michael. <laughs> Our favorite outco- out- outro joke. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to Dichotomy. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to Dichotomy. Our logo is made by Amber Utterback underscore art on Instagram, and the music is Antidepressor by Friendzoned, used with a Creative Commons license. Please like and subscribe our podcast, and feel free to leave a comment about anything you're thinking about. We're talking about lots of heavy topics, and would love to expand our conversation. Thank you.